Welcome to the Anonymous Podcast. I'm Douglas L., your host. You can now contact me directly via text, 919-675-1058. That's 919-675-1058. Or join our Facebook group at the Anon Podcast. That's T-H-E-A-N-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T to fellowship with other guests. This podcast aims to be a commentary and discussion of Narcotics Anonymous literature, aiming to enrich the recovery experience of those who are on this beautiful journey. This podcast should not replace contact with your sponsor, your involvement with Stepwork, or participation in the fellowship. Please use this podcast as another resource toward our collective growth as addicts in recovery. We're simply addicts seeking recovery. Nothing more, and for sure, nothing less. Now let's get started. Hi, I'm Adrian. I'm an addict, and I'm reading this to you in Hong Kong. 3rd September. Free to be authentically me. We can be ourselves in the present moment without fear or apology, without the need for approval or justification. Living Clean, Chapter 7, Awakenings. As we live through active addiction, few of us felt free to be fully ourselves. We often needed to pretend to be someone we weren't to get what we wanted or needed, and it didn't take long before we were confused about who we really were, if we had any idea in the first place. We were so accustomed to wearing masks that we didn't know what our own faces looked like anymore. The atmosphere of acceptance and welcome we found in NA was a breath of fresh air for those of us who couldn't breathe freely for a long, long time. The basic text tells us, the masks have to go. And we noticed that when the metaphorical masks come off, it's so much easier to breathe. For some of us, NA might be the very first place we have been where we suspected that we might be able to show our true selves to others. We may not feel that way in every meeting or with everyone we know in NA, but little by little, we become much more comfortable showing who we really are. The freedom to be ourselves flows directly out of the sense of security we develop by being welcomed and accepted in NA. Admitting that we were addicts was the very first of many admissions. Each time we show a bit more of who we truly are to our fellow members, we increase our sense of security and become free to learn even more about ourselves. We accept who we are and lose the need for approval from others. We no longer feel the need to justify our existence. The insecurity that defined so much of who we were in active addiction fades away, and we become who we were meant to be all along. I will take off my mask and breathe more easily, knowing that others in NA will accept me for who I am. End of reading. Thanks for letting me read. Have a great day. Welcome back, everyone. This is September 3rd, and we're here Saturdays with Paul. What's happening, Paul? Hey, Douglas. Heading into the long Labor Day weekend. Everybody's going to rest except for me. We've got all kinds of stuff happening in New Orleans this weekend. So we get to live a full life, right? We're living a full life. You know, remember when we we prayed for a full life and now that we have it, we go, oh, wait, God, back up. Let me relax a little bit. All right, Paul, what's your thoughts on free to be authentically me? Yeah, well, (laughs) I think that's it's kind of made for me. I kind (laughs) of. unapologetically 61 year old gay man living in new orleans 
Um, in Wait, look, let me jump in right there, Paul, and tell these people my my the the most amazing photo I have in my phone is of you. I guess in your apartment with the turquoise. Was it a turquoise jacket? I yeah, or something like that. <laughs> beautiful man i'm wearing that to work tomorrow sequin turquoise sequin jacket i'm wearing it to work tomorrow for the drag brunch tomorrow so um <laughs> so look I, I grew up in a world where i wasn't allowed to be me and i don't know nobody ever said don't be you my parents were good uh kind of on the tail end of being hippie kind of liberal we love everybody kind of guys but the world had a message that said, don't be gay. Mm -hmm. And the world has a message that says, don't be a drug addict. And, and so, and so I don't you're know. You're talking I about circa 1970, right? You're talking oh, about like circa 70. And well, 80. even before that, Douglas, I was born in 1960. So I'm, I, you know, when I was a kid, I knew knew that something was different. I didn't really have words for it, but I knew that things were different for me. And I learned real early not to tell anybody about that, mm. to hide that. And so, you know, that's the thing that we're all faced with. That's not, uni that's not a Paul thing. That's not a gay thing. That is, we grow up in a world where we were told, don't, don't share those feelings. We don't want to hear that. Boys don't cry. Stop that. Be a nice girl. Don't do that. Don't have an opinion. Shut up. Be quiet. Mm -hmm. And so that kind of pressure is what we come to addiction with. Now, when we when addiction happens, first of all, it frees us. Then it imprisons us. Mm -hmm. That's the problem with addiction. Like when I first got when I first started using, it freed me from all of those voices that said, don't be gay, be, you know, be quiet. It was a freeing experience. And, yeah, and, and there, said, there's not enough unmanageability at that time. No, there's oh, none. It's just right. a moment of like clarity and everything's great. And I love everybody. And the drug using is fabulous. And so if there was no consequences, I'd probably still be getting high. But there, the consequences start to seep in. And I just, and look, you can't, I can't deal with the consequences anymore. I can't. And the terrible thing about it is, and I, I know we don't, I've said it before on this podcast is you don't ever get to go back to that place where it was fun and exciting and, and you were one with the world. When you relapse after being clean for even for many years, you don't get to go back. You don't get to go back to where it's fun. You go back to where it's horrible. Paul, but is, it, is that the setup though? Is that is that the thought of of folks who who have that experience? I don't. I don't have the experience of having some time in the program and then relapsing, but but you do, and that was part of your I, I, three and a half your, years. Your I relapsed, and and so when I went back out, I I kind of thought, you know, the the program was kind of eh, I'm not yeah you know, I'm not wild about this program anymore, and and I was with a guy who I liked, and he was around the using, so I'm going to hang out with him. And I, I, when I thought, when I thought that I would use, I thought it would be fun with him and it wasn't. And I thought that I would be able to just go, okay, no, I don't want to do it, but I couldn't, I could, once you start, it's really hard to stop again. Mm -hmm. 
And, I, you know, I, I, once you jump on the back of the tiger, the tiger decides when the, when the ride's ended. You know, <laughs> you don't get to decide when you're getting off. Uh, although if you are in the process of trying to get off the tiger, keep coming back, baby, keep coming back. Cause you don't know until it's done and you're in the rear view mirror looking back at it. But I want to circle back to this authenticity. What, what I'm, what I'm called to in the fourth and fifth step is to divulge the secrets we even have a section in the step working guide secrets. And I didn't think I, I was writing a fourth step and I didn't think I could do a fifth step with those secrets. Okay. And I went to a convention in Mississippi and I heard, I, you know, up late, late at night, I think there was, you know, energy drinks. And this was when I was in my twenties. I'm not. <laughs> so we're talking about like we're at the marathon yeah. meeting at like 2 a.m. It's 2 a.m. Everybody's in a room. Everybody's talking. Everybody's, you know, geeked out and 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 they were playing something called truth or dare and you you know what do you tell the truth and what i heard was my fourth step come out of other people's mouths and that experience started the journey of being able to be who i was to tell the truth about who i am and if you Look, you got to find a space, you got to find a place, you got to find some people where you can be who you are. I'm not saying you have to walk into the meeting and strip naked and share. I'm just saying you got to find some pocket in this fellowship that is yours, your tribe, and tell the truth about whatever it is you think. And here's the kick, here's the kicker. The, that you think we will stop loving you for. That's a 2%. That's it. Yeah. That's it. The 2%, we tell everybody the 98%, but the 2% we, we keep hidden. We keep it hidden because we think that if we told you it, you would not love us anymore. And here is the truth. I've said it before on here. We don't love you in spite of the 2%. We love you because of the 2%. Mm. Because we're all we're all playing these cards close to our chest, and as soon as somebody lays down their hand, we go, oh, oh I'm not the only one. But then it's rapid fire, right? Yeah. Like next person's like, here, <laughs> let me hit you with my stuff. Bam, here, let me hit you with mine. Yeah, this is what happened to me. And look, what happened that night in that room was a was a guy who had babysat kids in his teen when he was a teenager and had inappropriately fondled one of the people who was in charge when and he'd been carrying it around and it was it was that one time thing and this is a man in his 40s it was that one time thing and he couldn't he he just couldn't get past it he was a child molester he was terrible it was terrible 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 and there was a girl in that room who had been molested. Mm. And the therapeutic value of one addict helping another, those two people told the truth about themselves. And he got to hear her perspective and sh she got to hear his perspective. Paul, I want to invite, I want to invite the listeners. Like I want to set this stage because these are like very high, uh, what would we call this? Maybe like a, uh, um, uh, 
intensity. The, the, yeah, this is a very intense thing. Yeah. yeah. And so, and so the stage that we want to, that we want to look at is, is this is happening out of a spirit of love and out of a, a, a spirit of like, Hey, look, um, uh, you know, I'm clean and I'm, I'm, I'm here in the healing process. And, and and I've been carrying around this for 40 years and I know it was bad and I was a bad person. Look, we do bad things. The question is, if we are authentic, can we not be bad people? Mm. There's a difference. We all agree that because what we used to say, once an addict, always an addict. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And that yeah. lie is dead. They're never going to change. They're never going to change. You're never going to be anything different. Now, look, we don't hang around dope houses. He's very aware of that event. And it's never happened again. And the what happened was those two people were hugging at the end of the event. Those two, and to witness that, you know, to witness that and to see healing for both sides of that is the powerful payoff that we get from being authentic and with witnessing authenticity. Paul, so you know, another beautiful thing too is, is, in, in, is, is like our friend Eva, right? Yes. From Clean Study. Man, she shares about how you know, her process, and she said it on the podcast, so I think, you know, it's okay to, 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 to kick it out, you know, so she would talk about how she made amends for her part in her abuser yep. relationship, and, you know, and I don't have an opinion on that, I'm just saying, you know, in, in context, yeah. that's yeah. what I, I felt look, There are do. all kinds of ways to be healed from the destructive force that we were in the world. And Paul, would you go as far to say that with, without the pursuit of some of that healing, does that prevent us from being our authentic self? Absolutely. Absolutely. Because here's what happens. If we are hiding something, we are, it is because we are ashamed. And in the fourth step, it talks about there are, is good shame and bad shame. And the good shame is what stops us from committing a crime or the guilt of, you know, mm-hmm. stealing our friend's money or whatever that thing is. Once we get clean and we have some, we have some conscience, that's the good shame and guilt. When we are carrying around something that is not our authentic self, like we turn tricks for money, Mm -hmm. like we robbed friends for dope, like we did sexual stuff that was inappropriate or that we didn't want that we didn't want. Mm -hmm. When we carry that stuff around and we're not doing it anymore, it is not okay for us because it it empowers our addiction to go, you're, you're a piece of shit. That's right. Yeah, you're not going to be anything. We might as well get out of this meeting. It's stupid. These people are stupid. Let's go. Because well, that's what it wants. Too, is like, we don't deserve healing too. We right. listen to that so long. Yeah. And say, well, I'm worthless. Worth healing. I'm worthless. Yeah, and right. look, I don't know an addict who doesn't walk around with, I'm unlovable and I'm worthless when they walk in here. And the process of this whole thing is how to get and give love. Now for me, the process of giving love is much easier than the process of receiving. 
Oh, look, look, Let, let's tie the episode up with this. I want to tell people what happens, though, when you start to become your authentic self and like the payoff, right? People see it and and, and they're drawn to it. And oh. it's like the fundamental, it's the it's the building block that goes behind attraction rather than promotion. And I want to paint folks a picture about this. You've been rocking with us here since even before the basic tech study. Right. Like you did a couple of JFTs and stuff yeah. like that. So, so, so for a while now, you have this yeah. relationship with, with folks who are listening. I constantly, constantly get text messages on the, on the podcast phone number. Hey, love what you guys are doing. Paul is amazing. Hey, love. Motherfuckers that never say Douglas, I like what you had to say. <laughs> the, the, the problem, Douglas, is as soon as you say something like that to me, I start to discount it. I start to I start to go, look, I have a very British mother that says, oh, you don't accept compliments like that. So, I, you know, it's ingrained I, in our spirit, though, isn't it? It's still yeah. hard for me to accept that. It is still hard. And it says at the end, I will take off my mask and breathe. You know, I love breathing. Breathe more easily, knowing that others in NA will accept me for who I am. We accept you. Thank you all again for spending your time with us today on the Anonymous Podcast. I encourage you all to focus on that magic six-letter word, others, as we go out into the world. Stop by the Facebook page, fellowship with other guests, or send me a text. Let me know if you'd like to be a guest or if you have any ideas on future podcasts. Until next time, I'm your host, Douglas L. Namaste, and God bless. Mm -hmm.